Welcome back to the Potterack Show, where we talk sports, gambling, and random shit. But don't take us too seriously. Why did it start? Oh, just kidding. It no, it yeah. oh, oh, it started. It started it. Oh, it started. Um, listen, this is where we start off with right off the bat. Right as soon as our intro ends, this is what we're gonna say. Got a little case of the yawns. Oh, we're gonna yeah. hop out of it. Let's you know a little taste of beer. Hop yeah. on out of it. But we got a. Uh, we got a good show for today. We got sure. we got a lot of good stuff. Um, NBA is in full swing right now, and this is exact. This is the point that we were at a week ago with hockey, where now the series are getting good, most except for one that's already ended. But most are sitting at either three two or two two right now. So oh, yeah. Yeah. last week for hockey, it was where we were kind of at. Yep. So we'll dive in a little bit of hockey. Got some good NFL topics for today, mm-hmm. um, and that's the other thing that we'll let people know too is that. Once the NBA and NHL kind of start winding down, we'll get the NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs will end probably about end of June. July and August, you know, we'll talk a little bit about the NBA. NFL is going to start wrapping up a little bit once we kind of got people with August training camp. Preseason is going to start in August. August 5th. Right. And so we're going to have plenty to dive into there. We will discuss about baseball. We'll keep it on the radar. Um and mm-hmm. come and go as it, but once you kind of get hit after the All Star breaks, we'll I was gonna move. say All Star break is kind of we'll we'll kind of get some MVP, maybe some MVP predictions and yeah. some Cy Young. But I will say two things with baseball right now: the two I think two coolest things, Tatis and Vlad are the first two players to hit twenty home runs this season. I think it's great that the Ooh. top yeah, young prospects uh, in baseball. Someone was saying Vlad is like could be MVP. Oh, Vlad is Vlad is. He's like he's top ten in batting average, OPS, RBIs, home runs. He's leading the league in home runs right now. I think he's third with batting average. That's sick. I mean, he is That's on awesome. fire right now. And the Blue Jays are actually doing pretty well, which is I love it when it's a like a son of a or you know like a yeah. It's tough to live up to. Yeah, you know, it's like I you you, it. you like, don't have to necessarily be what your dad was, but they actually compared. His stats are almost identical to what his dad did the year he won the MVP with the Angels, mm. um, the AL MVP. So it's not the same caliber, but it, and I no. obviously wasn't old enough for it. But like Ken Griffey Jr., you know, like right, kind of makes me think of that. Um, um, even like now, oh crap, who like well right now there's a good amount of NFL players that Patrick Sertain, which I didn't know his dad yep. Sertain, but he was like an okay player, I guess. But mm-hmm. like, um, hey, look, well, he does not Arch Manning. Right, yeah. he's he's a uh, but he's that's Cooper's son. It's not Peyton oh, Eli's. It's the guy Cooper's who had son. That pass on the Clemson, like or he he used to try on yes. Clemson or whatever. Yes, that Clemson's facility. And yes, he, and he yeah. like nailed the that's throw. That's Cooper's son. That's Cooper's son. Uh, it's Cooper's son. It's Eli and Peyton's nephew. Nephew. Yes. So I wanted to make sure. I thought it was like Peyton's son mm-hmm. or something. But their kids are young. Their kids I are it was like Eli because Eli had said something like, "Oh, I taught him that." Like, yeah, but no, it's it's Cooper's kid, so which kind of makes sense because the other two started families later in their football career, and Cooper didn't get to play football, so he started yeah. family a little earlier. But anyway, um, yeah, but we're gonna roll ourselves off. Got a good show. We're gonna um, roll ourselves off. Yep, roll, <laughs> dust it. Come on in, sit, sit for a while. Gonna be a good show. Um, so, so what? Before we, well, before we dive in here, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Doing Good week. Right. What? Uh, yeah, I guess it's just normal weekend. Nothing. Yeah, I'm waiting to hear back from my interview. I'm, I'm really hoping I oh, get yeah. that position. Um, we'll see. Uh, other than that, not not a whole lot. Working out, playing golf, 
Yeah. Yeah, this, it was, uh, you know, got my, played a little sand volleyball, you know, with the rents, so got the, you know, hitting, oh, yeah. the, hitting the floor, show what I can do, but, uh, no, it was, uh, yeah, it wasn't really too much of a, uh, of a weekend, if I think about it, really, I mean, I, didn't, I don't think I really did, uh, yeah, I'm didn't, actually, did much. So, I did, like, I had, the game was on, what, a Friday, I think, or Saturday, it was on Saturday, but this the upcoming game on Friday is in Minnesota. It's our home opener, mm. and I don't think I'm gonna be on the active roster. I don't. Do you know if the borders have opened up Canadian to USA? Because the only reason why I ask that is because you know I was planning on going to practice on Tuesday of this week. Like I was planning on driving to Minnesota so I could practice, and then I got a text from Ben because I already told him about it, and he was like, you know, just to be straight up, like. To make a 13-hour trip for a two-hour practice, he's like, it's kind of a lot. He's he's also said, we have a ton of availability for this game on Friday. He said, everybody's available. So I was like, I don't know if that means our Canadian players are now able to play. So I think that the but, border has been okay with vaccinated, but I don't know. for All I know is that for rental cars, they can't go into Canada, and Canada won't let them come yeah, into the U.S. unless it's like a transfer of cars, but like, I'm assuming that they have. Where I was going, either way, where I was going with that, it was uh, two, you know, pretty free weekends coming up. To kind of just. You mean last weekend, this weekend, this weekend, and then we have our the bachelor party this. Oh the, yeah, the next weekend. Oh, so I didn't. Like, I wouldn't consider that a free. Yes, I guess a free weekend, but it's not. Well, I don't have a game. I don't have anything. Right, like the last, right. The, every weekend I've had. Right, you know, yes, noted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, oh, I was gonna say, so. oh, um, so went to a grad party on Saturday and oh, yeah. there was a mechanical bull there. Yeah, dad was saying that. I'm not gonna lie, mechanical bull kind of uh, like what's what's overhyped. Yeah, oh, yeah, it sucks. Yeah, like for the cost of it, well, and I mean, then you like, get I guess there it doesn't like, suck. I would definitely like. It doesn't do suck it, if I go to a bar and it's there. It sucks if I had to rent it. But I'm probably not going to do it. Right. Well, Dad was like, it's me to go do it. I'm like, I'm not going on. There's only one way it ends. It's me falling off, so. Well, that's, yeah, that's the point. I mean. Yeah, I know. But, like, I don't want to go up there and I'm trying <laughs> to buck with it. I'm like, got, you know, I got one hand on the little not you know knob and then I got one hand up and I'm like, what's up? And I'm trying to, like, you know, keep my back straight and keep up on it and then, you know. Then they're gonna just toy around in a bunch of circles, and the guy just hits the right arrow, and oh, yeah. you just off. go fly off. So I saw enough people go do it to get the gist of it, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm good." But thanks, though. You know, I was like, "Yeah, well, you know, whatever." Um, ooh, excuse me. Um, but yeah, so next next Wednesday, we will be we'll do the episode, obviously uh, just like normal. Um, possible special guest. Possible special guest next week. Dave. So if you are a Bears listener, I would hype in for next week. I'm sure he'll we'll discuss some Bears stuff with him. He's a huge, huge Bears fan. Um, yep. So we'll have a we'll have one or two things and a big better. And so, it's his, yeah, exactly. And it's his birthday that next day. He said yeah. he's going to be three days into a bender. So it's going to be. Uh, it's definitely going so, to be a special. Good thing we don't have a bleep like, button, or else that would be, be getting some good use. It, it could turn into a. Potterack show special with Dave and you know 
maybe someone else calls in or you know like, maybe Danny's around maybe Casey's around and then it turns into sounds like a bridge we'll cross when we we'll get cross there it yeah. <laughs> sure let's call it the troll um, <laughs> <laughs> alright um, kicking yeah, off with some news Josh has got some new stuff I'm gonna have him take the reins on this one get a couple well, of news I was just, um, so I saw this and Pat McAfee was talking about it and I, I didn't I would not have seen it if they didn't talk about it but Mark Murphy, who's the president of the Packers. Yep. He, by the way, president slash GM as well. Apparently, yeah. they don't have a GM. It's like the president yeah. is their GM. Calls like he was talking about the way another a previous like GM was talking about uh, somebody. Yes. They were talking uh, about, the previous the previous GM was on company. the Rich Eisen show yeah. talking about. The GM process of the Packers, and I think he talked about the Brett Favre situation. Yeah. So he called Aaron Rodgers a complicated fella, and everyone was talking about uh, who's like Dan Orlovsky was also on it, and he was just like he knows what he's doing. Like they get they get prepped and vetted with like how to talk to the media, what to say in the media. Like he knows anything he says is gonna potentially get out, and it's going to be a story. Oh, so yeah. that doesn't make it any better that he comes out and says that because wait the oh the president the president come out and saying that he's complicated yeah jay glazer also reported that he does not want to play for the packers quote absolutely still wants out so like i Is i that was a quote like directly from aaron Rodgers. uh that's what jay glazer reported it says rogers quote absolutely still wants out um, so yeah, you can look that up, but, uh, goes, for, it just has been such a roller coaster that like, well, Dan Orlovsky was talking about it on, and he was like, you say that you want to keep Aaron Rodgers and you say you're doing everything to keep Aaron Rodgers, but are you like, are you really trying? Because if you were, you wouldn't be making these comments. You wouldn't be. Like, you would have settled it by now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you really cared, because they keep saying, oh, we care, like, we care. Well, if you do, then I'm sure, <laughs> then why haven't you settled this with your MVP quarterback? Yeah. What'd you find? So, he said, this is the direct quote that Gl- Jay Glazer said on Aaron Rodgers. I know he still wants out, without a doubt, absolutely still wants out. So I'm not saying that he didn't hear from Aaron Rodgers, but he didn't say a, that, hey, Aaron Rodgers told me he wants out. Right. It was a, I'm here. Now, I'm not Jay saying, Glazer now, listen, now Jay Glazer also said that after they signed into uh, OBJ, he said, don't, he's like, he's a giant for now. Watch out. They're going to go trade him. And sure enough, they trade him to the Browns. So he could 100% be right. I just, man, it's just. If you're another team, it, you almost got to start cracking now because you only have so much time to get him acclimated. And now it doesn't really matter because he's freaking Aaron Rodgers, you know? Yeah. Hey, buddy, here's an out route of our play. I just need you to throw it here. Yeah, I can do that. That's no problem. Yeah, he's got to get the playbook like Tom Brady did, but he's also not dealing with a Bruce Arians who's, you know, trying to MacGyver a playbook. Yeah. It's just like, hey, listen, Rodgers, play on the call. Rogers. Double wide banana on the two with a hike on three. You're going to hit the button hook on the right. All right, if he's not open, post over the middle. All right, safety's not there. That's what we're doing. Cool with it? That was great. Play. I can see it in my mind. Uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> now, you know, 
maybe the guy on the side does a little out route or something. Yeah. But and then you know a little quarterback or running back outside for dump off. But yeah. That listen, this is all in my head. That's all you know. Wheel route. Right. You know. Hey, we're gonna call kite white beer on three two four, guard to the left on one. Ready. And that's just QB sneak, by the yeah. way. <laughs> Kite but, white to the right, right. Guard swing to the left is QB sneak. Yep, yep, yep. So, but that's just confusing defense because we call that out loud. Right. So, <laughs> hey, moving on. <laughs> hey, we're calling uh, Kite white on the left with a beer. Guard to the left. QB sneak didn't see that one coming. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. okay. So. You, I don't. It's, from what we talked about, I don't think you saw this, but no. Um, so there's a video of Cristiano Ronaldo. He's sitting in a press conference, and it, it, you know, after one of his games, and there's two bottles of Coke and a bottle of water. You can't really see what brand a bottle of water is, but like Dasani, probably. No, oh, no, it's not like nothing. Oh, like it was just okay. like a bottle it's not a Coke of water. Product. Oh, like, okay. It was like two Coke cans, because it like it, it. If you watch the video, it looks weird, like the, the. Like, this is, I know for our listeners who won't be able to see it, but, like, it was like this. It's like, you couldn't see the bottom of the can, of the, yeah. like, it wasn't, like, clear. But he, you you could tell it was Coke. He takes the two bottles, pushes them, like, all the way over so that they're clearly out of the shot that, like, that's oh. on him. He pushes them, like, all the way over. He grabs the water, and he's, like, and he just goes like this, and he's just, like, drink water. And Coke's shares dropped Four billion dollars after he did that. Yeah, it's like just screws their their stock right. Later, or I guess like at another point, Pogba did the same thing, but with the Heineken. They had kind of a similar setup, right? And it was like their Heineken non-alcoholic thing. He just like while somebody's asking a question, he just like sitting there, takes the Heineken can and just like. Moves it? Puts it down on the floor. Oh. It just moves it. There was, like, Coke and water, and then there was a Heineken. And he picks out the Heineken and just puts it under the table. I didn't see if anything happened to the Heineken stock. But, yeah, it was it was kind of funny that that, that impact that <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo had just by moving Coke out of... Well, because, I mean, also, Coke has obviously sold their share. It's, like, it's well, sold around the world. And four billion though, really? So uh, what are they? Powerade, right? Is that Coke? Yeah. Why, or even just your like? I don't know. Put water up there next to the like. Put put Powerade next to it. Why are you putting Coke next to Cristiano Ronaldo? And well, because it's yeah, it's but definitely a sponsor of it is sport. It is. It's more iconic than Powerade. It is, but to Cristiano Ronaldo's point. By moving it, he's like, oh, yeah, the next time I'm this. putting up, like, power right I don't fucking, maybe, maybe a Sprite. Like, I have a 10-pack because I don't <laughs> drink Coke. Like, I drink Yeah, but water. that's not who they're trying to market to. No, I know. But know. clearly, Cristiano Ronaldo has his own. Johnny Wadpants watching pole. his basement right. who buys another 12-pack is what they're hoping for. Sorry, Senior Wadpants, but, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, it, that's, uh... <laughs> Oh shit! Sorry you know, to senior wide pants. Yeah, uh, you know, no offense, but um, which means I'm gonna offend you. By the way, no offense, but you're by the way, stupid. Yeah, but yeah, I just said no, no offense, offense though. So, so yeah, no offense, but you kind of smell bad, right? 
offense. But whatever you're wearing right now, not it. Nope. You're no not offense, that guy. Though. I didn't I didn't I said no offense. That's why you can't get mad. I said no offense. I like you, but, but. <laughs> No 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 no. I like you. But, but you're kind of an asshole. But I like you. No, no, no. Like, no, dude, we're good. Just, I kind of don't want to hang out anymore because you're kind of an asshole. But I like you. No offense. No, no offense. offense. Whoa, no. No offense. Listen. That's, I can't <laughs> fucking. No, yeah, Judge, dude. I said no offense. Oh, okay. We're good. He said Gavel. no offense. All right. <laughs> oh, that hold up in court. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're not listening to me. I said, no, no. offense. Did the teleprompter, the lady, did she get it? Did, did she you type get that? that down? I said, no offense. Okay, we oh, gotta get off. I know, sorry. <laughs> um, so, uh, just something that's kind of coming up, because I knew this was going to be a short little quick stint. Um, oh, I, yeah, and I've got something for um, that, too. The U.S. Open yeah. is this weekend. Also, it's Father's Day, so, you know, happy Father's Day to all those fathers out there who are listening. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, so U.S. Open starts tomorrow. Um, uh, it's Tor Pines, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, right. Tor Pines. Open. Um, and the major champions of this year so far are uh, Hideki Matsuyama and Phil Mickelson. So the look is for one of them to see if one of them can win two majors in a year. So I think there's a little bit of hype more in Phil than you know Hideki. But that's because it's it's Phil, so yeah. kind of makes sense. Um, it's also Phil's, this is the one major Phil doesn't have to get a career glance, to get the career, career grand slam. Career grand slam. Yeah. Grand slam. We, right. We, yeah. He has finished second at the U.S. Open, I believe, three times. Mm. Dude, Let me I, well, I saw that. a video of a guy, uh, who was it? It was a golfer. Um... Can't remember his yes. name. He dropped a ball in the rough. He was like at Torrey Pines, and he just he was standing in the rough, and he just dropped the ball, yep. and it just disappeared. <laughs> he goes, mm-hmm. "How many balls would you lose? <laughs> All of them." Oh yeah, I would. I lost like last time. I, I I hadn't lost that many balls in a round of golf in a very long time. Partially because uh, I had been playing at Phillips for so long, you kind of know where to look when your ball is gone versus like. At a different course, and so I was at Blackberry, and that like there's a few spots where like you just will lose your ball if oh, yeah. it goes there, and like I lost you know five, four or five balls probably total, oh, yeah. and I, I I have gone this year like some rounds I won't lose a ball or like you'll lose a ball but you'll gain one on that right so you don't really lose one or like I just lose one like you know like yeah. I, I or one in the water or something like that. Um, yeah, no, I went out. If I was playing at Torrey Pines, I would actually oh, just thank God bring... there's a camera. Well, that's true. I mean, against if I was followed by a camera, that would help. But if I wasn't, oh, if I'm I out would there bring Johnny a Solo? bucket. Oh, I yeah. would bring one oh, of those I'd... buckets. Oh, yeah. And I might <laughs> have some left over. <laughs> I borrow a ball? I... No. If... Dude, you got a whole bucket. Yep. Nope. If <laughs> you're at the U.S. Open, you got three holes left, and you got... Three balls left. <laughs> I don't know if I'm the over it. under is two I don't and a half. I'm making it, and I would probably go with the over. How many I'm losing? Yeah. Um, okay, so the U.S. Open. Phil Mickelson has tied for second 
in 99, 2002, 2004, 2006, 2009, and 2013. Jesus Christ. So this is the only major he hasn't won, and he has finished second or tied for second six times. Hey, go Phil. So this is, if he I'd gets it, he gets, it. he's, I think, one of what is, three players, what is, one uh, of four to get the career grand slam. What are his odds? I don't know. That's the only part I don't know. So... With that being said, though, the big news, well, the big thing that a lot of sports bettors. Plus 4,500. Ooh, I might just put like a little five $5 bet down if, if he wins. Um, or maybe maybe do top five. Maybe do top five. See what he is, top five. Maybe I'll do that one. So, okay. So, Phil Mickelson, obviously. Other big news, though, with golf is going to be Brooks Kepka and Bryson DeChambeau, which they're not partnered up together, which. So, I was actually, I'm glad you said that, but they were asked. USGA asked Bryson DeChambeau, like, if he would be partnered with Brooks, and he declined it. Yeah, well, because I wouldn't want to do that either, because I get, they're making something more than it, not like more than it is, but like, yeah, they, they probably don't, Brooks doesn't really like, but a lot of players don't like Bryson DeChambeau because of how he plays the game. And Did you see a video of uh, Brooks walking up the... He was like walking up a staircase or something like that. His knee just did not look good. Oh, well, that's why I took, by the way, on any app right now, telling everyone right now who's listening, but by the time this, well, because mm. our producer uploaded this morning, so, but. Our um, last one? Yeah, well, yeah. But no, I'm <laughs> saying when I upload this one, oh. but the producer uploads the next one, right. or this one tomorrow morning, and they're listening. There are like four different draft uh, platforms that are making you pick between who's going to finish better. I took you better take Deshambo. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. I, I'm not saying anything against Brooks. It just with his knee. Yeah. And by the way, Deshambo is the reigning champ from this tournament too. That's the other thing too. He won this last year, so mm. that's why I'm like, anytime that they're saying might double down. It's a hundred odd. Oh yeah, I did it on two different apps. I basically took Deshambo because I, I had the money in it. Ten, but what did you? What's up? What did you put down? It was plus. Well, not to win. No, just no, to no, do no, better no. than to Brooks. Do better than Brooks. Yeah. I just put down ten bucks. So I guess 20 total to win 40. No, to win 20. 20 to win 20. Gotcha. You win 40, but then, yes. you know, yeah. right. Okay. Yeah, so... Um, but you get your money back. Right. Like, you wouldn't put in $20 and get $20 back. Like, you get $40 Right, back. I get $40 back. Right, that was what I meant. I don't, I don't like the way you think about it. I like, don't... Well, no, that's... that. Sorry, that's what I was going to say. That yeah. Some people don't like when you say it like that either. Okay, either way. Yeah, no. I put in 20, I'm going to win 40. Okay. Boom. Cool? Yeah. Okay, great. So, um, with the U.S. Open, kind of with my betting thing, but I was going to bring this up now. So, I picked Xander Shoffley to win mm-hmm. the tournament. I He's like plus... I just put money on Phil. But yeah, I'm probably going to do the <laughs> same thing. Probably, but I got quite a few going on right now. But then, just to kind of hedge the bet, I have Xander Shoffley finishing top five. So he finishes top five. What if he finishes sixth? <laughs> well, then I, yeah, then I lose out on twenty bucks. But if he, well, no, I lose out on fifteen bucks. I put ten bucks down for him to win. I think I win like a hundred and forty bucks or something if he wins the tournament, mm-hmm. which he did. He has tied second. He tied second for the Masters back uh, two of the three years, and he's tied second at the U.S. Open. Like, he is on pace. He is so close to winning a major. Yeah. So that's why I put money on him to go win the major. Um, and I did a top five just to kind of – if he gets top five, I'll win $2 total because it will null out the other bet. But right. – Right. So 
I just I'm excited for the U.S. Open. I can't wait to watch it. The Brooks Koepka, Bryson DeChambeau thing is going to be a storyline they're going to try to push. But I am. It is one of those things where it's just a great weekend for golf, and I am very pumped that it's the U.S. Open weekend this weekend and not next weekend. That's all I was thankful for. I was like, because I would have really stunk if like at the batch oh. like happened. We, well, maybe we could have figured out a way to put it. Well, yeah, we well, first of all, I, yeah, that's not here nor there, but yes. But, no, that's what I have for the U.S. Open. On my quick little snippet is I'm excited for it to come up. I got Xander Shoffley winning the tournament. And yep. I am now going to see about Phil Mickelson. Um, all right. All right. So. We're rolling to NBA. 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 Uh, NBA playoffs. The second round is in full swing right now. Um, my only little slight news, which I don't know if you heard this or not, that I have on here, that LeBron James is yeah, I saw that. changing his number to six. Did you already see that? I did not see that. I saw oh. him put it on there. but um, Yeah, so but I put down, does this mean anything? Probably not. Probably not. Like, it's just, he, he wanted, when he first got to L.A., he was number 23. Then when they got Anthony Davis, he wanted to switch to six and give him 23, but they wouldn't let him. So now he's just switching his number to six, but apparently Anthony Davis, though, isn't going to then switch to 23. He's going to stay as number three. Uh, But LeBron just wanted to go to number six, and so that's basically what that means. So um, the question I kind of had, though, kind of off of that, that was going to be the other thing. Oh, you know what? No, I'll ask it later. Question I'm going to ask later, but I'm going to write it down right now because I want to remember it. Okay. Um, our viewers are going to think. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no. All good. Anyway. Okay. So the NBA playoffs. So right now, uh, first thing I'll start off with those is the Suns. All right, the Suns swept the Denver Nuggets. It was one of those things where um, Denver's front court just – they didn't have Will Barton or Jamal Murray obviously went down early yeah. in the season. The series would have been better, yeah. But they just were outmatched. Devin Booker and Chris Paul just outmatched. And, Ayton. and DeAndre Ayton, and I think Michael Bridges, right? Or no, that's no Michael. Yeah, I think it's Michael Bridges. Um, he was playing really well, and Jokic can only do so much. Um, Did you see a picture of <laughs> the picture of him riding like a a horse and buggy back in uh, fucking? No. Slovakia or wherever he's from? No, I did not <laughs> see that. That sounds kind of funny. Um, so, yeah, so Suns sweep, which that's great for the Suns. I'm really excited that they're that they're playing really well. Um, Serbia. Yeah, yeah, Serbian. Um, but with that, Chris Paul today was announced on COVID protocol. Now, they don't know whether or not he's vaccinated or not, so that has a change on how long he has to be in protocol series but um cruising around his hometown in a horse-drawn buggy <laughs> <laughs> just for a little bit of uh context here the horse big horse he's riding in something that's i mean it's a, it's a it's, it's a about buggy. the size of it's like a, a horse it's about the size of a sidecar on a motorcycle yeah. it's a horse-drawn right. buggy right but he's not going to be on the serbian basket the national team ah um, so Chris Paul's in COVID protocol, uh, which is kind of huge for the Suns. Now, well, at, 
Yeah, but we don't have time. if it goes to Game Seven, if the Clippers and Jazz go to Game Seven, the Game Seven is going to be on Sunday. Their first game would be Tuesday. The report though is that he wouldn't be back by Tuesday. That'd be nine days. No, that'd be no. Protocol came out today, yeah. so it'd be six days. So six he days. might be available for Game Two or Three. So basically, the the thing though is that when I first read this, it was like, I was like, oh, he's out for the, it was like out for the time being. And I was yeah, like, oh, like, what? I can't imagine it's he's just, not vaccinated. I, I don't know. So, yeah, you don't really know. So, that's the thing is that I think he's only going to be unavailable for maybe 7 to 10. So, like I said, game 2 or 3, he'll be back. And mm. I don't know. So, it'll be important for whatever team wins that they're going to want to make sure they capture game 1 and 2. Chris Paul is not there. They yeah. won't win those games because Chris Paul changes that team um, when he's there. Uh so really, the only question is: Were you surprised by the sweep? I mean, I was surprised. I was surprised. I just thought that they maybe the Nuggets would have won a game since they yeah. got the MVP. Yeah, I but like when they were up two zero in the series and it was Game Three back in um, Denver. Yeah, and I picked Denver to win because I was like, Yeah, I thought they know. wouldn't win one of those two games. I mean, yeah, but just surprised and not surprised, I guess, because I mean they didn't have Jamal Murray like they. Just had Jokic and the Suns look super fucking good. So yeah, like, there's really they got a so lot of young done. talent. They will miss Chris Paul because he's probably not going to return. But I, I think, think they have a lot to build on as a team, and I think it'll be exciting to see if they can sign anyone next year or what they're going to build. But they got something good. Yeah, down in <clears throat> Phoenix. Um, okay, so first Nets and Bucks. Did you watch the game last? I watched the game. I threw money on the, the Nets when they were plus yep. 400. Yeah, when they were down by like 17 or 16 at one yep. point. They were, it was actually plus 500, and I like clicked on it and put money on it, and then it, like, uh, the drops. odds changed to 400. How so much I you put on it, you said? 15. 15 bucks? So I won 75 bucks. Yep. And, then, and then I won 15 bucks off of a soccer game today because I bet Wales. So I went up 100 bucks. Yeah, by the way, just so everyone wants to know, the Euro Cup's going on right now, which yeah. I think if you were ever finding yourself oh, I've, at work. It's middle of the day shit. And yeah, it's just on. It's popping on. It's, it's, I watched France and Germany played yesterday, yeah. and that was a pretty good match. One zip. And match. Portugal. Hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> on the pitch. And, uh, and Portugal played in the morning, which... Started off pretty good, and then Ronaldo was Ronaldo. But no, it's I he would recommend. Too late though, he scored yeah. like the eighty seventh and then yeah. So like it, I'm saying, like it was good. It was like zero zero, and then Ronaldo took over at the end of the game. It was, it was a great game to watch. One zero, and then Ronaldo scored. Like some other oh yes, another dude Sorry. scored the first goal. Ronaldo scored the last two. Yes, yes. Um, but no, it's uh, it is exciting to watch. So if you're watching, they're in the group stage right now. So I haven't thrown out any money yet. Kind of feeling it out. And then maybe I honestly after the next round. The only might... reason why I threw on that game was because Turkey was playing Wales and they're both plus. So I just was like, eh, Wales. Oh, just pick one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. I looked at some of the stats. I'm sure the draw was probably the minus then. Oh, I don't. Yeah, maybe <laughs> I don't know. I, they might have all like plus. Each one to win plus 100. Neither of them to win minus 100. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was like plus 200. So it was or like, minus 110 or whatever. But um, okay. So yeah, so well, I'll get into it after, but Nets and Bucks cuz I was their money down on this and barely won. But yeah, KD, that KD, was unreal. Like I was watching the game. 15 and 10. Yeah. 15, he should have had 50. Rebounds? He should have had 50. He was so 
he he said fuck like you could hear him he missed it did you watch it yeah I did he missed that free yeah, throw the, free the throw. first free throw yeah and he was like fuck yeah because then he made the second and then he made the second yeah. and he had 49 because so at that point I'm watching the game right because that was when they were pretty much you knew they were gonna go win when he was at the free when, throw line yeah at that point yeah and it was like and then that was when the Bucks went down they took a shot and the, by the way the over under was. 121 and or 221 and a half. I took the over and I took the Nets minus two and a half. So at this point, oh this, shit, yeah, no. So I'm watching the game going, oh shit, I'm gonna lose this bet. They're not scoring enough. And then they kind of start scoring a little bit. I go, okay, well, I kind of need some fouls here, some making some passes. And then Kevin Durant goes to the free throw line and the line was 219 at this point. Durant goes to the free throw line, misses the first, makes the second. I go, you've got to be fucking kidding me. It's 220 right now. I literally need someone to make – the... I go, please, Brooklyn, just let the Bucks make like an easy layup yeah. or like whatever for three. They throw up this jack shit of a three. I go, fuck, that thing's not going in. Doesn't go in. Shamlet gets the rebound oh, yeah. and then got fouled with like four seconds left in the game when they were gonna win and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> just oh shit, make I didn't two, even that. make two, and then he went up and swoosh swoosh made them both. Game was over, hit the two twenty three. Shit, dude. Oh you my god, shit in your pants. Oh, I was watching, what? laying then, in bed, and I'm just like, wait, wait can you move I'm, those no. sweaters? And, You're just kind of crinkling them. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like doing the math in my head, going, okay, wait. 220, 220. Fuck, I go, wait, wait, okay, 220, I go, wait, so I need, but then either way, I need Durant, though, but the problem was, I wanted Durant to make both, that way then, all I needed was one, one free throw or one point from someone, and he freaking missed, and he's like 90% free throw line shooter, but then, of course, the guy who got fouled was also like a 90% free throw line shooter, so, yeah. I tr- I tried to stay calm. In my head, I was already thinking I was going to lose the bet, so, I, and if, in a sense, I was happy times two because I was like thought I was going to lose it Yeah, basically was going to zero it out and then I was like oh shit so anyway with that Katie freaking goes off and then the other thing here too is that did you see what CJ McCollum said okay so Giannis in his press conference basically said I think I need to go guard Kevin Durant and I'm thinking okay well you were just defensive player of the year the year before you were just first team all defense as well how is this your realization after game now. five that you should probably go guard Kevin Durant. Even if he now Kevin Durant's more mobile, he can, you know, create off the dribble, but you are just as tall as Kevin Durant. You can still get a better hand in his face than like yeah. PJ Tucker or Chris Middleton. Like Kevin PJ Durant Tucker's like, ass trying to guard Kevin Durant is like, hilarious. It's like okay, it's like the whole thing when like PJ Tucker was guarding Kevin Durant and they're like, oh PJ Tucker played pretty well. It's like when Andre Iguodala was guarding LeBron James and everyone was like, oh Andre Goudal is such a great defender, can guard LeBron James. It's like, okay, he still put up 41, by yeah. the way. They didn't win the game, but, like, Andre Goudal was like, yeah, what's up? I play your defense. LeBron's like, okay, I put up 41, 10, and 12, and, like, you're celebrating. Like, you guys did win, but, like, I still shot over 50% yeah. put up 40 points. Yeah. But, no, you're right. He's a great defender. Yeah. It's like the cornerback when, like, the wide receiver is completely open, he drops it, and you're like, yeah, that's right. You drop. that's right. Great defense. Like, no, you didn't do anything, buddy. He just... Yeah. Actually, it's not like that, only because... LeBron was would have caught the ball. But yes, <laughs> in LeBron's well, scenario. Actually, or it'd it's be, like it'd be it'd be you're would, guarding him. He goes in motion. He scores a touchdown on it, and you're like, well, 
I was playing defense, but until he did, wasn't in my area, then, you know, scored or something like that. I still feel like it's, no. like, yeah. like Either he way. gets 100 yards on you and two touchdowns, and you still win the game. Like, yes, actually, you are right. You're like, hey, I did, hey, we, you know. Yeah, hey, but we won, man. D- buddy, I scored. <laughs> I had a fantasy I payday you. on you. Yeah. Um, no, so. Fantasy so payday. Then, so then, CJ McCollum basically said, like, um, you know what? I can't. I don't even want to sugarcoat it. I gotta just go pull it up. It's gonna be the first thing I'll look up. Um, I'd have a friend help me. Oh, you know what? Javon sent it to me. So that. Do you get a new phone case? No. Okay. No, I've had this for a while. Um, CJ McCollum, uh, bruh, first team all defense. Ain't go check easy money. Easy money's Kevin Durant. Ain't go check easy yeah. money. As in, you're not going to go guard. Like, you were first team all defense, and you're not going to go guard uh, Kevin Durant. That's basically what he's saying. Because he got voted first team all defense. And yeah. he's saying, basically, you're first team all defense, put rain defense play of the year, and you're not going to go guard Kevin Durant. Like, now you're realizing, because it, yeah. it was all after the press conference, where he's like, right. now I'm going to go guard him. He's like, really? Game five after game five is when you realize you're probably guard. Probably the best shooter. Well, the sco- best, best player. Scorer. Best scorer. Like, you know, Steph Curry, I get it, you make an argument, but right now in the playoffs, it's Kevin Durant. And and they I had think a half of a James Harden out there, no Kyrie. When I tell people, like, you know, you tell kids in the future generation who don't know who KD is or don't realize who right. KD is, like, you're telling me a man who's about seven feet tall and he's got the wingspan of an airplane right. could shoot the ball from wherever, wherever could he drive wants the, the ball, could, like, just... His scoring ability is. If I told you he was a forty, a fifty, forty, ninety player, fifty percent from field goal, forty percent from three point, and ninety percent from the free throw line, you would be like, "There's no that guy's not. He's not that. He's not that. No, he is. Because everyone else who does it yeah. is more on the guard level, like a Steph Curry. Where yeah. this dude's seven feet tall and he's just like dominating everyone once in the floor. And last night he showed where he's like, his yeah, quickness. I also his, scored. Like, yeah, and he's coming back. From an Achilles injury, which is probably the toughest thing for an NBA player to come back from. I mean, just you jump. Anything. I mean, you jump off of that heat like you, you're jumping using. Yeah. It's just, and it listen. The Bucks want any chance. Yeah, maybe Giannis should step up a little bit. But I mean, dude, I actually was watching that game. I was like, wow, are the Bucks gonna do it? Are the Bucks like if the Bucks go up three two? I was like, are they gonna then be able to? Now I'm like, nope, nope, you're done. I well, I don't know if I'm gonna say you're done. But it's not looking great for you to win two straight. Ooh. Now you do go back to Milwaukee. You're in Milwaukee, so and you did beat them both times in Milwaukee. Yeah, but but yeah, he just was lights out, awesome. And basically, the question is, do we think the Bucks have a chance? I think they have a chance. They I absolutely they have look, a chance because they, they they were up 19, like, and look at what Katie had. Now here's the thing, though. Game game six, it's got to be. Get the ball out of Katie's hand. Well, Make someone else beat you that's not Kevin Durant. The other thing, too, is what Katie was talking about at the end of the game was, like, they they weren't hitting their shots early in the game. So he's like, that you know, when you're not, when you're not making shots, like, that's yep. going to have an effect. But, yeah. Yeah. So, and also James Harden hopefully gets a little bit healthy because he's also not as healthy. He's, he's just a decoy out there. Like, it's not not much, were, not much for him out ruthless. there. Um, <laughs> I sent this to... Yeah, so it's... Uh, that's what Katie, or that's what James Harden. Oh yeah, no, yeah. It's his thing to do out there is just to like facilitate, maybe try to get a foul, but like, yeah, he's just not, yeah, not looking sharp. Um, so with on the other side here with Clippers and Jazz, 
big news came out today. Kawhi, as you yeah. saw, Kawhi. What Is he they, out for the series? Yes, they fear it's an ACL injury, Jeez. and it sounds like he's out for Game Five and most likely out for the series. So it's gonna be up to PG to make something happen, and I just don't. Now listen, here's the thing: if you're the Utah Jazz. There is no ex- you have to win tonight. Yeah. There is no you have to win tonight. No Kawhi Leonard. If they lose tonight, yeah. that's a little bit concerning. You're going back into LA. I'm not without Kawhi. I mean anything can happen in the NBA, first of all. I mean just just with the teams that are left, anything can happen, all right? It's happened before. But if you are the Utah minus, Jazz, yeah, they have got to win tonight. There's just no excuse. So I think the Jazz, now with this coming out, I would have maybe teeter-tottered, but the Jazz should win this series and should be moving on to the Western Conference Finals against the Suns. Yeah. It's, and if if Kawhi does not come back at all, it would just be the better series to have the Jazz go. Because even if the Clippers win, I don't see then they're, they're, not, not they're not beating the Suns. No. They're, they're not I, frankly, I don't the think Suns, either, frankly, I don't think either of them are going to beat the Suns. I think the Suns are going to win. I think the Suns are going to the... Finals. Unfortunately, I think I might have to agree with you. The reason why I say unfortunately because I still have the bet on the Jazz to win the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, but I might agree. I mean, I don't know, man. The Suns just look now. The only thing good. I will say is, is like the fact that they the swept. Situation. It's the same thing we talked about with like, the Canadians. With, with the Canadians, like the fact that they swept. You know, they get a few days rest. They're not in the like if they come out slow and then they came know. out game one and they lost four one. Now, you know. I think basketball is a different animal than NHL. So like, Agreed. You, know, you have a bad you have a bad first game, and you're kind of like, all right, like you know, that's right. I agree. The, the, the difference is is five players on a court who play the majority of play the game. majority of the game. Or in hockey, it's about twenty minute stretches for each player normally. Right. Each yeah. play, all players are getting right. Get on a court. 20 like, minutes. Yeah. If Devin Booker has a bad first game because he's slow because he had five days off and he wasn't in a playoff mentality, okay, he has a little fire under his ass the next right. time he comes out there because he's like, right. all right, you know, so. Very true. So, um, that game is tonight. That's the later game. The earlier game on tonight, which it's on at 640, is 76ers and Hawks. Right. Now, I'm not going to lie. Hawks took game one. Yeah, yeah 76ers won the next two games. I'm, I'm impressed. I, I don't. Can they pull off the upset? I think that all. I think that all centers around Joel Embiid and how healthy he's going to be with his knee when Where he was plays it? in the games. But was it in Atlanta when they won? Uh, when they won yesterday, it was Monday. in Atlanta. Yes, Monday, and they won by three. Yes, I didn't watch the game. It was in Atlanta. I watched part of it. It was in Atlanta, and then. Um, tonight they play uh, in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm telling you what, I don't think the Hawks are going any further than, than after this round if they were to win, but no. they're not beating the Nets. But I well, mean, if I'm the Nets, I think I want, well, you're rooting for the Hawks for sure. Either of those teams, you're rooting for the Hawks. You don't. Yeah, I don't know though. I almost might even take 76ers because of their injury prone. But they have yeah, we just say injury prone, but he had, he's not injured now. But they still have some good players on their team. And I think, and again, this is the same situation with, with or maybe not. So like the Hawks, like we said before, they're just a young team. This is a team that's gonna bounce back next year. Just and they're gonna be even better. And I'm excited to see what they're gonna be able to go do. Um, but 
I'm impressed. I think the 76ers are still going to pull the series out, whether it's a seven-game series. But um, I am impressed with the Hawks so far. I did not think that they would... As soon as they went, they won game one, and then 76ers went out, won game two and three, I was like, it's going to be a five-game series wrap. They'll mm-hmm. go for Yeah, that's what we said last week. I said so, this is going to be... Yep. They won game one. It's going to be 4-1, but... So that that's good. So I'm glad that... You know, so both those games are on. Two solid game oh, yeah, fives on tonight, them. so that'll be pretty solid to go watch. Um, and um, did you have anything else you wanted to add? No, I don't think it. No, with nope. the Schmemba. Schmemba, dude. Um, then from there, the other game that's on tonight, uh, which is going to be Vegas and the Canadians. Game two is on tonight. I think at eight o'clock. It's when it's on tonight. Um, Vegas is favored. Vegas is also up in the series 1-0. Um, do we have any early impressions and or what we expect from this series? Uh, Vegas is going to win in five or four. I, I, the Canadians need Carey Price. If they can get Carey Price like they had in the first four games of when they swept, because that was how they swept, because Carey Price was unreal. Yeah. That's what they need. If Vegas wins tonight and goes up 2-0, Canadians might be able to steal a game. But I think Vegas is going to pull this one out. I just... Well, Vegas is absolutely going to win the series. Vegas is yes. going to go to the finals. I agree. And I think I think they're Vegas probably going to win. win. I, I would take Due Vegas to what the other win. opponents are, they're going to get the Islanders or Lightning. I think the Lightning are the better team. So, I, Lightning and Vegas... The other, and they... No, Vegas played... Capitals. You think about the yeah. final before? It was Capitals. But I think the Vegas and Lightning could be good. Lightning, I didn't realize, or I kind of forgot actually, that they're going for back-to-back titles yes. currently. Um, so I think the Islanders. Here's what I want to think. Selfishly, man, Boston would have been a fucking great series against Tampa Bay. Yeah. But better team did win. The Islanders and Lightning. I think the Islanders are a good story. I think that at this point, it's just like one of those things where. Tampa's been there. They get a couple cu- if they get a couple pucks their way, maybe. But I, yeah, the, I think the, the Lightning, Lightning eventually. The they they've team. been here. They were here before. They've been to Stanley Cup even what was it in twenty fifteen? They've been so close, and they finally won it last year. It's one of those things where it's tough to beat a team who's been there, done that. Yeah. And I but Lightning in Vegas, if they that's who ends up, that could be a, a very solid series, and I, I'd be pumped for that. I think I'd be rooting for Vegas though. It'd be kind of nice. Vegas would win. Yeah. But there's a, nothing. Nothing was bad about a back-to-back, you know? Go back-to-back. I'd rather see the Islanders, Montreal, or the Knights win. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. 100%. Um, so, they play Lightning and Islanders tomorrow night for Game 3. Series is tied 1-1. Vegas Canadians, Game 2 is tonight. I don't have anything on the game as of right now. It's going to put something on for, like, someone to it, win. Yeah. But nothing really nothing struck me. Out. And I was going to maybe take a player to go score. And I was like, yeah, I was going to take Carlson. Put up a goal. It was like plus like one fifty. It put like five bucks down. But I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna worry about it. I'd rather just sit and maybe just watch this one. Two twenty to score. Is that what he is to score? Yeah, I was gonna put down for him to score, and I was like, yeah, I'll just kind of sit and watch. And I saw what the boosts were. Nothing was really intriguing me there, so I was kind of like, yeah, I'll just kind of sit and watch, see what kind of happens. So, um, but yeah, those are getting full on their way. Uh, by next week, I'm sure that either they'll be closed out or we'll be getting close to Stanley Cup final. Anticipation for that, a hundred percent. Next, oh, shit. the week Gosh after the weekend, we're gonna have some games to watch for the NHL. The assuming 
if this plays out the way it is right now, you got a game. Well, yeah. Tonight, so even if you just took the Vegas series, game four is Thursday. Game well, we'll have some f- games to watch. Four, during game two five is now, right? Sunday. Yeah, game five is a week in a day. Yeah. Game five would be Sunday. Game six is Tuesday. Game seven, if it got there, would be Thursday. But that by then, the Stanley Cup Finals probably going to start on that Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. Yeah. It's going to be game one Stanley Cup Final. Um, and the NBA gonna have some games. Uh, the Western Conference Finals and yeah. the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, will yeah. never be then. But yeah. probably won't be watching many of those. Well, I'm on. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. On. Yes. Sorry. On. Yes. Yes. Um, a watch party, but we're gonna... right. Well, we're at the bars on Friday, so that'll be. Uh yes, true. Um so. Um, yeah. So NHL. I'd say yep. keep a watch. Nothing for bets though, but unless you want to take Vegas to win the series, I don't win the cup. I don't know what their favorite are to win the cup, but I probably would look to yeah, maybe look maybe put something on there for maybe Vegas win the cup. They probably got to be favorite odds, I would assume, because going in they were pretty. Team futures Vegas is minus one eighteen. Oh, yeah, they're kind of all right. Canadians plus one thousand seven hundred. <laughs> oh, maybe I'll throw five bucks down and them just to win it and come back. <laughs> New. Um, all right. NFL. No, well, we Josh yeah. kind of said the news with Aaron Rodgers. There's nothing new. The only kind of thing I was going to introduce here was. So, yeah. That and bets. Right. Right. Okay. Le'Veon Bell. Did you see what he said? Basically, he had a whole Twitter. Yeah, I think about. He's like Andy a 16 year old on Twitter who's yeah. just like, you know, I don't like this place. And he's like, I'm not coming back for the Chiefs. Listen, Le'Veon Bell, here's what I'm telling you right Listen, now. Listen, you take what you can get right now. Yeah, you're uh, if they chasing. wanted to resign you, like, dude, like you you're are ring chasing. Like you're not. You it. used to be here. You're not here. You're anymore. not that guy. You're, Have listen, you seen that video? Yeah, you're not that guy. Listen, you had three. <laughs> you had three like all pro seasons with Steelers, and then you said, "I'm sitting out. I'm not letting you guys franchise tag me." You went to the Jets, and you sucked. And then you you had a second season with the Jets, and you sucked even more. Then you went to the Chiefs, and and you, you got you were a healthy scratch in the Super Bowl, right? And you know it. And listen, I don't. You're still a free agent. Saying this doesn't help. I think no. he basically, in a sense, tweeted his way away from a team when signed him. And I think, if anything, this is more of a wake up call for any young players in the NFL that no matter how hot you think you are, what team wants to sign you when you do stuff like this? Well, I mean, AB is the person I can think of. Yeah, that got kind of away with it, but. Now he's slowly coming, but he's not being paid though what he would have been paid had he not been a dumbass. Yeah, that's true. And did the things he did, but he got a ring. He still did get a ring. He still does play. He still does. And make I guess Le'Veon had a chance for a ring. Right. And so, he would have had a chance for a ring if he didn't put his foot in his mouth. Right. So it's just, did they release him? He's a free agent. He's a free no, agent. Just, okay. He's a free so agent. He would have been just no like, one's. Yeah. Just no one signed him. I just and not yeah, only he's gonna there. probably want to. Maybe they might if running backs get injured. He'll be one of those running backs. They might not mind to go pick up. But you know, it's just uh, he was a really good football player. It kind of sucks. He's this is ever since he sat out. This is the route his career has gone. So, if anything, I'm telling other athletes, just just sign the tag. It sucks. It's guaranteed money though. Just sign the tag. You know, figure it out from there. Um, all right. Next couple of things here. Kind of some fun stuff Josh and I kind of got here. So uh, is there one you want to start off with, ones I got written down? 
I like the let's just go okay. over. Yeah. All right, so we're just both kind of gonna rattle off. I figured two each, something like that. But um, well, I got each someone yeah, in there. I thought about this. Right? No, I know. So, so did yeah. I. Okay, so best who has the best wide receiver duos in football? Now, one disclaimer I'm gonna say is the only thing that won't count for this would be Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. Because no. it's wide receiver tight end. Uh, yes. Just wanted to make sure the audience knew, and they're like, "Why the hell are you guys not picking the Chiefs?" Because because they don't have their other receivers. Wide receiver Harvey. duo. Right. I just wanted to make sure it was established. All right. So this one you can go first. So, okay. Uh, whether first or just we're gonna open forum, but. I guess it could go in order. So I'll tell you what my process was because right, I did tell, order you, them. You say process. I put them in order of what I thought the the you know top six duos. But what I did was I kind of looked at I looked up you know who people thought were the best duos, and then I also looked at like their their like grade or like their how what they were rated like wide receiver rankings. Like mm-hmm. not only were their duo, but like. How good were those do the each individual wide receiver last year? Yep. The only one that wasn't there was that didn't really have a grade was CD Lamb. Yep. Um, so number one, I I had to put Julio and AJ Brown. AJ Brown, his grade was it was Devontae Adams, Justin Jefferson, AJ Brown last year. Mm-hmm. Julio was rated the fifth best wide receiver and AJ Brown was rated the sixth best wide receiver. So, that's who I went with the first. Second, Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson. <laughs> okay. And because, again, rated 9 and 10 for best receivers coming into the year. So, not only on the same team, but they're 9 and 10. Then, which a lot of people had number one, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. That is who I had at number one. Yep. Mine would have been Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. Yeah, and I think the only one I would sw- swap swap that with would be Thielen and Jefferson, but I went a little bias in because I was pretty happy about it. But I would not put them at one. I would put Julio and A.J. Brown at number one. Um, so I think, so first, let's stop there. Here's what I'm going to say right now. I think after that point, sh- I sh- think... Sh- shut up. Sh- no, shut no, no, up. I'm exactly. saying that with... <laughs> no, that's... No, no, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Julio Jones... AJ Brown. I think you can make a case for any of those three that they could be the number one duo in football. I think after those three, you can make a case they could be a top three. I don't know if you can make a case to be number one. What? Okay. Those three you just named. Yes. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Thielen Jefferson. Okay. Those three, I think you make a case any one of those three could be the number one duo in the league. After that, any other wide receiver duo, I think you make a good case they could be a top three duo. Not number one, though. Mm. That's what I'm saying. So, like, for instance, I'm thinking also great duos. DK Metcalf, Tyler Tyler Lockett. Lockett. I have them at six. Solid, but I don't think that Lockett is, as a second, is better than, like, A.J. Brown or Julio Jones or, like, better than Chris Godwin. Like, I DK Metcalf. Right. Now, with the Cowboys, I think C.D. like, Amari Cooper, boom. CD Mark Lamb Cooper is probably one of the more underrated receivers. Correct. Just totally agree. Absolutely. And CD Lamb, although very effective 
and this, he's got a lot of potential. But Gallup, after this year, people could be saying could they're, they're top three duo in the league, right? Because boom, but but he did not have the Justin well, Jefferson production that he had. I don't think he was played as much. That's also true because they also had Michael Gallup. Like right. he was more of like the Vikings. He because basically they told Justin Jefferson, "We just traded away Stephon Diggs. You're stepping right. into this role." And the first two weeks, he wasn't really a big part of our offense, and yep. then he was later. C.D. Lamb kind of had a little bit accurate. Also, C.D. Lamb had, you know, Dalton thrown to him at the, towards the end of the season. With Dak Prescott, he could be a totally different receiver when he's there. Um, but did you have someone else outside of I just named those two. Jarvis and OBJ. I had them at four. And, it, you know, and again, that also on paper, you're like, man, these guys are yeah. it's just they it, when they're on the field together, that's when yeah. we want to see is on a season together. And they oh, can't they play because they got anything. injuries. But yeah. that's the thing. It's just they got injuries. So, yeah. I think another under the radar, Cooper Cup and Robert Robert Woods. Woods. That could be a solid under the radar kind of a duo right there. They could be, especially now with Matt Stafford. I like Cooper Cup. What I also did when I was looking this up on who needs a duo. Yeah, I I got two players top of my head right now who could need a duo. I have them written down right in front of me. Well, number one, I think it's got to be, that's Devontae Adams. Check. Now, did he need it for last season? No, because no, he still dominated everyone. Number two, Michael Thomas. Ah, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, but I mean, when you look at DeAndre Hopkins, he doesn't really need one. Andrew. But now, neither did Devontae. Now, but I honestly, but they don't. But, some of these players also don't need a duo. But but think if you have a duo with. But the only thing I would say though, with DeAndre Hopkins to Devontae Adams is Devontae Adams second and third receivers are Valdez Scantling and Alan Lazard. At least for Arizona, they have Christian Kirk, Isabella, and they signed A.J. Green. Now, A.J. Green isn't what A.J. Green was a few years ago, but they still have A.J. Green. Those are better twos and threes than Packers twos and threes, in my yeah. opinion, at yeah. least. Christian Kirk is... Well, he's, a, he's a Valdez he's a Scantling. Fast. He's yeah, a Valdez oh, that's true. Actually, that is true. He is, is like a Valdez Scantling. But, I yeah, D-Hop, I'd say Michael Thomas because when they have Brandon Cooks... yeah. They had Mike, but then they already traded him away by that point. So Mike Thomas doesn't really have. They tried with uh, Emmanuel Sanders, Ted yeah. Jr. for a little bit, but um, yeah, I think we pretty much kind of nicked them all right there. With as far as the duos, obviously, you, can, you know, I really do think they're the number one now that they got Julio. Yeah, and you know, for me, I couldn't put up one because of I, I guess I haven't seen it yet, but they would definitely be. They're easily top three, 100%. That's not even a question. So, for that, I mean, A.J. Brown is just, he's a baller. And, well, Julio Jones is baller. Yeah. So, um, all right. So, on to the next one here, then. So, go with that one or the QB one. That one. Okay. Who has a three-year win right now window? So, so, in the next, like, this year... Next year and the year after. Yeah. These next three seasons, like, they got to win now. Um, a couple teams that came to mind. Um, I don't really have, like, a a who I think. Well, if I had to pick one, I would maybe say the Browns. Only because the Steelers are kind of shaky. The the Dolphins, or the, the Dolphins, the Bengals are going to get better. Mm-hmm. And the Ravens are, like good but beatable like they're all good but beatable and the brown and the Bengals are going to get better and i think the browns are at a spot where they like the browns should win the division on paper 
they should go to the AFC Championship game if they don't like. If Baker plays well, like they're yeah. a good team. They have a good defense. They have all the weapons on offense. I think, and they paid some people. That's so the thing they, is that, and they haven't paid Baker yet. Right. And so I agree. So I think the Browns, and they're at the. Because I was looking up like salary as well. Um, now they. They've still got twenty mil cap space. They're fifth right now with cap space. They're. Doesn't look like they're doing bad, um, but um, okay. So do I? I was say my thing. Okay. So as far as like gotta go win right now, so I'm gonna take the Chiefs out of this because the Chiefs pretty much have like the next yeah. five to ten years. But I'm gonna go with the Buffalo Bills. I had them on my and list. And the reason why is because but... of Josh Allen's contract, which is probably gonna be a pretty major contract. Now. They did not beat the Chiefs last year, but they played them. They're going to play them this year. At the, I think the Bills' window of winning with the talent they've got with Stephon Diggs and the production of receiver, he's only, he, now, usually how it works is he's probably got another two, three years after that. His productivity is probably going to go down a little bit. And, you know, they're able to get a running back. They have a stellar defense, a lot of young talent on their defense. My pick would be the Bills. Tough as obviously they still got to go through Chiefs. But I'd say the Bills are one of those teams. I think they got to win. It's three years right now. It's the Bills. I had them on my So I have five teams on my list, but I narrowed it to four. Mm-hmm. And the Bills were on there. Okay. So I, I was just going to roll. Th- I don't have too much to say about each one, roll. but I had a couple then things roll. about it. Uh, now roll. A couple of them. But So one of them I had on there was the, the Cowboys. And the reason why I say that is because they have the worst division and they have one of the easier schedules in the league. And, and they and their cap space is a little tied up. Yeah, they I just think that this is the time goals. because their division is sort of shaky right now. Yeah. Like Oh, this is the easiest time for them to win the it's division. It's the easiest time for them to win the division, so it's the best time for them to make a push. Don't think it's going to happen. Um I have the Vikings. Unfortunately, the Vikings, I didn't want to see them on there, but the Vikings are with what we have with Kirk Cousins cuz I can see the future ahead is well, that if we're moving yeah. to a rookie quarterback here in the next two years, it's got to be Our now. Our linebackers are looking good, but you know, how older. long are we going to have them for? Harrison Smith's only getting like, older. And exactly. I think that the time like is now, if you're going to make a push. And for me, then it's like, you know, we just kind of have to be okay with right now then. I don't think Kirk, Kirk well, I don't think, Kirk's not win, Kirk is not going to win us a Super Bowl. Just based on what I can see, like yeah. around the league, so then it, in my mind I'm like, all right, I want to go to an NFC Championship game. I want to go to a like I want to I want to be in the playoffs and I want to make a run in the playoffs. That's how I'll know that like we had a successful year, right? Like, right. That's how I'll know. I know we're not going to win a Super Bowl in the next three years, but I want us to make a push. Like, hey, well, no, these were the, a great. The point three of this years isn't necessarily we think they're going to, but that they need to in right, the next, they or else to. they're going to be in a rut for another two to three more years after. The other team I had was the Titans. I was going to say the Titans was would have been my second team to put and on there. I think that's. Speaks for itself just because they got Julio Jones. They just signed Derrick Henry. They've been in the playoffs back to back years. They made it to the AFC Championship game two years ago, and they had a lead in that game. They've got stellar receivers. They have a nice quarterback. Yep, a not too bad defense. They're they and have one of the they're the thirteenth ranked schedule, so it's moderate. Yeah. It's not easy, but not tough. You can get some wins. 
Yeah. So, yeah, though, uh, yeah. It was Browns, Vikings, Cowboys, Titans, and then we both had the Bills. So my only, so the only other team was going to kind of half throw in there was the Packers. But it really all depends with like Aaron Rodgers because if they don't re-sign him, well, then they definitely got to win now or else they're not winning for a good while. But if they do right. re-sign him, then they're still the Packers to where I'm like, all right, even with Aaron Rodgers, their window's still going to be open for a little bit. Like, they're going to be okay. Um, but, yeah, I was with you on all those teams. I think I, I agree with you on the Browns for sure. The Ravens, I was kind of – and even with the Cardinals, I was kind of like, well, the Cardinals still are building something. The Ravens are getting I think there, the Ravens like, – The Ravens are – The Ravens like the have already seen their ceiling. I think the Ravens – if I'm a Ravens fan – you have seen what you're gonna do. That is your ceiling. Yes, you don't you're think gonna they'll be, even make an AFC championship game. If they do, they're not winning it. Yeah. Like they're gonna ha- they're gonna be thirteen and four. They're gonna <laughs> they're gonna be twelve and five. Yep. And you know, they're gonna win a lot of games in the regular season. They're gonna go to the wild card. They might lose, they might win. Yep. They're gonna go to the next round, they might lose, they might win. I don't. Lamar's not. I love Lamar. Oh, I, I don't. Oh, and I want well, I him love, to. I love watching I want, Lamar. I want him. I love to watching Lamar. Say, I want him to speak. I want, I want him to I want, win so he can go. Yeah. That's right. I say, yeah. you better believe that. You better believe that's why. That's that. what I was getting. At. Like, yeah. I want him to be able to say, like, oh, we gonna yes, win a Super Bowl. We gonna win a Super Bowl. You better believe that. I agree. Um, I believe that. But okay. not. So then, with that segue here, what quarterbacks this season? Are on the hot seat. Now, we're only going to pick two each to keep this a little short. Okay. We're each going to pick two each. I had a trivia question to go who went first, but I, I'm i not going to. I'm just going to have you're going to go first, then I'm going to let you know. And then we're talking just this season. Like, they're on the hot seat, isn't that they have a good chance of losing their job? I was going to say we could take out, like, situations like an Andy Dalton type of a situation. Where odds are he's either way, he's on a one year deal regardless. So if he plays bad or good, I don't think it's really gonna matter. The Bears are gonna go to Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. So the only thing I was gonna say to to take place one that now if you want, I can go first. No, I got it. Okay. Uh I am gonna go I think there's two in my mind. It's like who's the obvious and who's like Side two, okay. So I don't know. I don't want you to take one of them. I guess I'll say. Um, Jimmy G, okay. I think Jimmy G's on the hot seat because they have Trey Lance, and I guess like I I don't know why, but like I guess they're the Forty ers are really trying to push away from him and get to Trey Lance. Like I think that the only reason why. Garoppolo is going to start and play is because that offense is really complicated, and so like he knows the offense. Yep. But as soon as Trey Lance knows, as soon as Trey Lance gets to know the offense, if Garoppolo is not playing well, that 49er team is a good team. A the only reason team. why they weren't good is because of COVID and, and injuries. injuries. Yeah. They're a very good team. Agreed. So if Jimmy G's not performing. Yep, I agree. That's someone who I would have had in my hot seat. Um who I'm going to put on the hot seat right now is going to be Baker Mayfield. Yeah, thought about him too. Putting on Baker Mayfield because of 
that he's on the hot seat for two reasons here. One, he's got a very good team around him. He's got a great couple of great receivers. They put, built, built him with a great tight end. He's got a good defense now. He's got a great running back, in the, two great running backs in his backfield. He's in a contract year as well. He needs, he's on the hot seat as in the Browns are going to decide with this year, if you play like shit, we might have to look for somewhere else in the future or we're going to pay you a lot less but we still like you enough because you can throw the ball well enough. Or he plays, he or he's got to play balls out and be like, gets him to an AFC divisional like he did last year or even further, and he plays great, throws less picks, touchdowns, you know, like a 4,000, 20, 30 touchdowns, less than 10 picks. That's what he needs. But he's on the hot seat for the Browns because the Browns are basically deciding, like, do we either pay this guy what he wants or we're going to say, no, we're not paying you that because you're not worth that. Yeah. That'd be who I get. That's 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 one. Okay. My number two, since you didn't take it, it was Cam Newton. Yeah, yeah. No, he is playing on a one-year deal, but I agree. I yeah. I mean, mean. I guess my that interpretation of the hot seat is, regardless of whether he leaves at the end of the year, mid-season, out of the game, like mid-season switch is his right. hot seat. Like, because Cam. Cam is not thinking it, – it, it's not the same scenario as Dalton and Fields. That's what I was going to say, though, is that if – because the reason why I said with Dalton is that Dalton could have a great season. I would bet my next paycheck the Bears are still going to say Fields is starting week one and, next year. Even if Dalton started every single game this season, yeah. there's no way the Bears resign him. They're no. going to go take – And, and I the don't – Patriots s- might resign Cam Newton if he does if have he a great plays year. Well. They would resign him again. Because maybe Mac Jones isn't ready. They might not throw him out there that soon. I don't think it'll happen. I still think he leaves after this year because I think they still want Mac Jones. But if he does have a great year, you're right, that throws a big wrench into their plans because they're like, oh, shit, well. Or he opens up for him playing somewhere else. Right. Right. But but I still think that Andy Dalton also knows, like, I might not play all 16 games. Like, Justin Fields. That's also true, too. Where Cam Newton is Cam Newton is like, I'm going into the season, and I'm playing all 16 games. Correct. He's got like, the weapons. 17. 17. <laughs> 17. Uh, he's he's yeah. got all the weapons. He's got everything he wants. He's got what he needs now. Yes. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, I uh, I didn't really want to, like... So I kind of teetered on a couple, and I'm, and I'm going to be... I'm going to stick with another contract year guy. I was going to go with Kirk Cousins, but... I'm going to go with Sam Darnold in Carolina. That he's on the hot seat and that, again, same scenario with a Baker Mayfield. This is his contract year with Carolina. He needs to prove to Carolina, hey, I know what the Jets did. They didn't surround me with great players. I wasn't. I am a very good quarterback, and here's why. Because if he doesn't play well, no offense Sam Darnold, he's looking at a backup career for most of his career from this point forward. This is where he's got to be playing like – there's a reason why I was the third overall pick in the draft. Yeah. And the Jets, I showed how great of a player I was. The Jets didn't coach me the way I wanted to. I'm coming to Carolina. I've got a stellar running back, two solid receivers, and... I'm rooting for the guy. And this is where he's he's on the hot seat of, I want to get paid. Now, I don't, even if he plays well, I don't think he's going to get anything major for a contract. However, this is where he would say, but no, I'm your guys' long-term quarterback, and here's why. Yeah. And that's why I think for Sam Darnold is that... He's on the hot seat of he knows like now I think if the Panthers still go like nine and eight, 
but he has a great season, and they just didn't have the 3, defensive 000, players. 3,000, 4,000 yards, touchdowns. That's, yeah. that's, all, that's all he needs. But what he can't do is the team goes like 4 and 13, yeah. and he played like garbage. Yeah. Because then, no, right, then he's looking at a Josh Rosen career. Yeah. You know, or basically just, right, he's just sitting more or less back up. Maybe someone's taking a chance on him. Yeah. Doubt it. So The only other ones that I was kind of thinking would be Tua and Jalen, only because Tua, there was a, a little, you know, yep. he was pulled out, he was put put in, like, is he going to be the yep. guy that they want? And then Jalen, because they just, they got Nick Mullins in the room, yep. they got Joe Flacco in the room, yep. like, you know he's got to play well. So if he, if he doesn't play well, they got other options. Yep. They've got a guy in Nick Mullins who has proven to have some success in the NFL. Like not a ton, but like yeah. he's won games. He knows how to play oh, yeah. in the NFL. Like not to Jalen. The yeah. other guy I also said too was Daniel Jones for the Giants. Yeah, it's this is his third year. It's so he's probably he's also got again like we said well, earlier though, with the division. I mean, they don't have that great of a division, so it's like also yeah. that this is a year, good year. He, he got a defense. Go win it. He's got a good defense around. He and they just got Galladay. Yeah. So. Yeah. And Jared Goff could be kind of thrown in there. I thought about it, but I was like, nah. Really. I mean, like he's the line. Yeah. You know, like he could be not. He could be good enough. Like a like not like the year you went Super Bowl, but like even like last year, like, where he's good enough, and the Lions will be like, well, like, we'll take it. Yeah. Um. All right. So, last couple questions here. We're going to close this one out. Um, two quick questions. Um, unless you had any for bets, actually. Well, I did. Before. Okay. Uh, just real quick. Uh, like I said, I, I'm this, <laughs> my stretch has been going lose, win a big one. Lose, win a big one. Lose, win a big one. So, it's been kind of going oh, yeah. back and forth. But, um. I'm really, really, really banking on the Nets conference winning and winning the championship. But I just threw money down on Justin Herbert to win the MVP. Oh, <laughs> what was that? Twenty-five bucks to win five twenty-five. <laughs> <laughs> so I am high on Justin Herbert. High on Justin Herbert. Um, and then, yeah, if, yeah, Joel Embiid scores the first field goal of the game. So, look, listen, since I talked about it last week, I'm so And then I just threw money on Phil, so. Got it, yeah. Uh, this is all I'll say, is that I went through a stretch where I won 10 of my 11 bets. Hey. In the last two weeks, I've gotten almost what I've gotten in seven months I've gotten in a month and a half I've won like 430 bucks over two weeks look at two, you two look at weeks. the big guy here. and I will it, <laughs> it is somewhat helpful to my team Danny, Casey, and Josh of that I upped my oh, yeah. what I do for, for my bets and it seemed to work now you go through some cold stretches go through some hot stretches but you know with the green, oh, yeah. bigger than the red. So the red still happens. But I'm just, again, preacher, just just look at the lines of the NBA, and that's the best thing I can tell you. Or if you have Barstool and they ever do that stupid pick five games, like they pick out five games, they think that there'll be five or more runs in. Okay, most games average more than five runs. So 
and it's always a plus odd. So I just throw down 10 bucks on it every single time. Now, I lost for the first time in the last four last night, but the last four have all hit for Barstool. So if you have Barstool, that would be my suggestion. Whenever I don't want to – like, that's the thing. I, I found that when I had FanDuel and when I had DraftKings, I guess the only reason why I would do that is for the freebies because I don't – I didn't like having both. I'm going to lose more money if I have – like several okay. different ones. So I have four. I use DraftKings, FanDuel, points, points Bet, and Barstool. I only bet on DraftKings, as in like I create my own bet. Right. I only use FanDuel, DraftKings, and Points Bet if they give me a good odd on a boosted odd, and I go, "That's that's actually really good," or a freebie bet, or else I or else I never bet through those apps. I will only then bet through DraftKings, like tonight. Like I put a parlay on. The Sixers and Nets game, I don't do that in any other app except for DraftKings. Yeah. But if I look to see like what kind of what kind of boost are they throwing out there for today? So like with the football season, I'm like, well, they're gonna throw out probably a ton of boosts. And with Barstool, they throw out that baseball boost. They do a bunch of other crappy ones and they do like the big like they'll do ones where it's like the big cat parlay and he has like it's like a you know, like a twelve hundred parlay and I'm like, alright, I'm not putting money on a twelve hundred dollar but I'm not gonna do anything else, but like, you know, just or like FanDuel does a lot of those um like for the Cubs game, I won seventy five bucks on the Cubs game because they gave me a free ten dollar bet. If you lose the bet, no matter what, on a parlay, you get your money back. So I placed it for the Cubs to score the over under to be less than nine and a half, and the starting pitcher to have more than three and a half strikeouts, and for no one to score in the second inning, right? And Rizzo to get a hit, and I won seventy five bucks. Well, there you go. So. That's what I like to use them for, is just to see what, what kind of, what they're giving me. All right, that's All right. Two questions here to close this out. Um, my mom said she's been here since she's been listening, as in she gets this far. So if you get this oh. far, I'd stay for the question um, and see what you guys think. So, <clears throat> question number one. You are a veteran role player on your team, which is important. So you're not the star player. You're a veteran role. You're a solid player. People know your name. Solid player. The first overall pick is a rookie, not necessarily your same position. First round or number one? First round. First round pick. But he's like top ten. So you're okay. a top ten pick. And he wants your number. What do you ask for? Now, let's just say for this scenario, your number is nine. Yep. Now, what's the position? Because I think that plays a big role. If it's the quarterback, you give him your number, but you say, you got to give me something. I get a vacation to Hawaii. I get ten grand. I get, you know, however much it is, you got to give me something for the number. If I was thinking about it like this, if I'm a linebacker and my number is fifty four or you know fifty, right. and first round pick comes in and he's like, I want number fifty, hit the road. Okay, that's my number. But if it's a quarterback position or Maybe even like running back. Where like so I was even thinking like maybe go, go outside of football in basketball. You wear number seven, and the guy who gets drafted is like that's been my number since I was in high school and college. I'm wearing number seven. Because I was thinking about even just outside of football, just like or in like in baseball. What's my veteran role? Like, am I starting? Yeah, you're in the starting lineup. Or no, well in basketball, you might you could be a role player off the bench. 
At and this I think point. you got to give the number away. Like, like, like you're, a, but you're like a Lou Williams. Like you're, a, like people know your name because you're a solid player coming off the bench. You're not just like Joe Schmo. If I've been on the team, then it's like that's my number. Like, right? No, that's also for the fan perspective. Like, if I've been with that team and I'm a good player and I'm a, I've been there, been that in that organization for a while. Mm-hmm. I'm keeping my number. Yeah. More scenarios than not, I'm keeping my number. I agree. So I think. What you said though is right. I think if a quarter, if I'm playing receiver, or I'm a kicker or punter, or I guess nowadays you could be any skill position, I guess with the skill number. But if a quarterback first, we got quarterback and he's gonna be starting. He goes, like, hey, by the way, yeah. you're number eleven. I want to wear number eleven. I'd be like, all right, I mean, give me a trip to Disney with my family exactly. and maybe some cash on the side, and you can have my number, no yeah. problem. Um, or sign some stuff for me. I want some memorabilia of yours. Give me a game worn jersey, and then we'll call it even. Like yeah. what stuff, shit like that. But like, if I was in like the NBA or in baseball, and I'm wearing number eleven, some kids like, hey, I want to be number eleven. I'm like, no, oh, kick rocks. Yeah, exactly. Because in, in baseball, I'm thinking like you are in the starting lineup. Yeah, exactly. Then no, I'm and you're a good enough. You you're, you're not the star player, but you're like a I don't know. Like what am I trying to think here? Like um, for the I was trying to think like for like the Cubs, but. Um, almost like you're like Ian Happ. I'm Javi Baez. No, that's, no, because that's way yeah, too high. You're like Ian Happ. He Ian wears Hap. number eight, yeah. so they'll say that he's been there for a few years now. He's not their star player, but he's a solid young player. And some other guys like, hey, I'm number eight. If I'm Ian Happ, I'm like, no, yeah, pound sand. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. no. Okay, cool. I was kind of curious about that. So, um, so we're kind of saying though, like football is a little bit different, yeah. but like in the other sport, you can pick any damn number you want. Yeah. You know, one right. number below or one number above. Okay, this is why I thought of earlier when we were talking about LeBron James and the fact that he's changing to number six. So here's my question. You are going on to, you have been drafted by a new team. Going on to the team, like for instance, you're the new quarterback for New England. Do you even dare touch like the number 12? That's been like my number my whole life, like like because so no I, guess I wouldn't I think about that. But I'm just saying like if I always wore the number twelve, I wore number twelve in college. Like if Mac Jones always wore number twelve, and he got drafted by the Patriots, there's no fucking no, way I'd wear twelve. I would not wear twelve. I would say it's my number. I'll wear it in a sharpie shirt underneath my jersey. But I'm there's no fucking way I'm wearing twelve. No. So quarterback's different position. But if I'm on the Vikings. Actually, that number should no, just be retired. Because, like, would you wear 10? Like, I wouldn't wear... Fran Tarkington wore 10. Well, yeah, I'd fucking wear 10. Okay, Fran Tarkington's not... Peyton, or Tom Brady or Peyton. Like, no, he's in the Hall of Fame, though. Okay, like, what? Like Randy Moss. Irv Smith wears number 84. Different position, so... So you... Th- okay, because that was the other part of this, too. Because So I, I asked someone. So let's just say... I don't like that that number so is you're, not So you're the kicker yet. for the Patriots. You're They gave you 12. You're cool with being 12 as no. a kicker. The punter. TV12 is his brand. It'd be a totally different story if it wasn't TV12. Fine. It, then it's not Tom Brady. It's the Packers, and you're the kicker, and you Aaron Rodgers is retired, and you go and pick up number 12 as your number. Or your receiver on the Packers, and you pick up 12 as your number. Shit, I think I'd take it as a quarterback. Now, I, I actually even think... fucking touch it. I, I'm the kind of guy where okay. I don't want to be corresponded... What? Anywhere where this guy was great, and then four. they all think I have to be that great. I wouldn't take number four if I was a Packer. 
Yeah, no, but like, I wouldn't take. But I'd take either. number four if I was like a receiver or a linebacker or something, and it was like a the skill player. Okay, player. right. So I think that's something I would. But like, even so, my other question is: so even basketball, like if you're the Celtics, like there's no way any player is gonna t- like touch like thirty three for Larry Bird. Like if you're on the Cavs, I don't think anyone's worth twenty. Well, that's 30. probably retired, but. Yeah, it's also not, true too. But, but like, yeah. you know, for stuff like that, like, yeah, I guess those, they actually retire numbers a little more quicker than the NFL. Yeah. The NFL only has so many numbers, but in the yeah. MLB, the roster's small numbers yeah. didn't go anywhere from 1 to 99. But like, in the NFL, so if I'm TV 12 or whatever, really, if the player was great at that position and he's a Hall of Famer, like, no one's going to wear an 80 for the San Francisco Giants for Jerry Rice. Mm hmm. Like, I wouldn't touch 80 unless I was the tight end yeah. and I'm the backup. I'm like, sure, I'll take 80. I understand what it is, but, you know, I'm yeah. a fucking backup tight end. I'm cool with being number 80. But, yeah. Yeah, it it's an interesting question. I think it really depends on the position and the player. Like, Yeah. No, 100% the, it does. It just... The only reason why Tom Brady feels like such a different cat is because... TB12 is I mean, his on. brand. It's kind of like a, if, if this was back in the 90s and it's Michael Jordan, he's about to retire, and right. I'd say, hey, by the way, would you take 23 on the Bulls? You're like, well, fuck no, that's MJ23. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. literally him. Yeah. So maybe in 10 years from now, if I ask someone else, be like, would you wear number 12? They might be like, well, yeah, he's been retired for like 10 years. I'd be like, well, I, I wouldn't touch his number. See, yeah. that's the thing. is like maybe. once he's gone, yeah. would you or would you not? Now, I think Patriots are ultimately just going to retire the number anyway. Yeah. No one's you have wear to. It. I mean, fucking A. Yeah. So... But yeah, it's just uh, that's my. I was thinking about that today. I asked uh, Kevin. I asked that to Kevin uh, a couple like a week ago. Oh yeah. And we were talking about it because he was like, if I was the punter and I wore twelve, I'd I'd be fine with that. That was never they gave me. He's like, yeah, I still wouldn't like it, but I mean, you know, whatever. But he goes, I still really. I get, you could find a different really number. I'd yeah. find a totally different number. Even if I, I'd, I'd I think wear it'd be, I think it'd actually be more disrespectful if I was the punter or the kicker and I wore twelve. Yeah, like no punter wears number twelve. Now, no punter now or let's, kicker. Now wears let's just 12. say you're a player. Like the last question I'll ask, then we'll close it out here. On another flip side, you're a player like Chad Ochocinco, who was a good, probably not Hall of Fame player who played on the Bengals. Does a player have to ask you if he can wear your number? Like what T Higgins did out of respect to sure, ask. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Am yeah. I, yeah. I'd just be like, hey, I want to wear your number. Are you cool with that? If he said no, I'd be like. Well, I'm still, I'm still gonna wear fucking it. wear it. So, yeah. Like, cause that's where I, at some point I'm like, now we're not talking like Hall of Fame player. We're talking like a player who like on the cusp. Like, is he gonna make actually? It? You Maybe phrase not, it in a way. Know. You phrase it in a way like, hey, I'm just letting you know. Like, I want I'm gonna take your number. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Or I don't know. Like, I feel like, like if my thought is, if you were denied, like if Chad Ochocinco denied like, you getting that I'd be like fuck you i was doing this to be nice like like the fuck out because also it's like, it also really only happens when it's the same position type of yeah. thing what's opposite with if someone else if you know and who else even wears 85 on a field uh, the tight end goes yeah. i'm gonna wear number 85 no i don't think he's gonna go, like randy moss was apparently a little upset that cordell passon chose 84 but then he wasn't when irv smith did makes sense cordell passon was a receiver yeah. irv smith is tight end yeah yeah, so, yeah, that that's what I was thinking about, too, is, like, if you have to do that or not. Like, if someone from the Vikings for a running back wants to wear, or, like, yeah, wants to wear number 28. 28, yeah. Oh, I'd call AP and be like, hey, are you cool with this? But in the end, I'd be like, if you said, like, no, I'd be like, 
Okay, well, you don't have really much control because I'm still going to fucking wear it. I just thought it'd be nice and ask you. Right. Because at the end, like, they only have so many numbers. Yeah. Like, you're not going to be, like, fucking 42. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> First of all, I'll say this right now before I close off. The only person in the NFL that can wear a 40 number as a running back and look cool doing it is Alvin Kamara at 41. 41, yeah. Yeah. That's probably the only player I know where, like, you see a 40 at a running back and you're like, oh, what do you, you probably got to be, like, 250, 5'7", right? And no. But kicks cans. Where's the raw? All right. Uh, thank you for hanging out with us for this long. Uh, we will hopefully have a guest on next week. We'll see if we got Dave on his bender. We'll see oh, how yeah. he acts. We can uh, wrangle him. Tie, Tie him up. up. Um, but thank you very much for listening. See you guys all next week.